From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Sam Bateman-Fried asked for bail and he was denied. That and other news coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, December 14, 2022. Got an email from a listener, Glenn, from Northampton. Pennsylvania, and I I don't understand how to even say this this city. It's North, and then Hampton, but the H is used with the North and the Hampton. So it's Northampton or Northampton. Anyway, he wrote in and he said, "So I'm listening to CNBC Squawk on the Street Opening Bell podcast every day. It hits my queue about an hour before yours. The tidbits today were extra juicy." He said that Kate McKinnon broke in on charges being brought forward and referred to the DOJ saying that they're considering going after Binance for KYC violations and money laundering charges. Another update was more charges were going to be brought on SBF. And another update that there's going to be more charges and the SEC has been investigating FTX since 2019. I'm not too sure about that. It seems as though they're covering their asses. But Glenn continues to say, I'm sure this is only uglier for those who lost money and will lose money before it's all over. Thank you for writing in, Glenn. And if you want to write in, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. That's M A T T H E W A A R O N at decrypt.co. Now let's look at those crypto prices. And the time is 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got Bitcoin sitting at $17,933. Pretty much it says even from yesterday, but it seems to be up a little bit. It is up 6.5% in 7. Ethereum is at $1,331. It's down 0.5% in 24, but up 7.9% in 7. Teller's number 3, USDC is number 4, and Binance is at 270 down 3.5%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Matic. The total market cap is down 0.5% at $874.5 billion. BTC dominance is at 39.4 and an F dominance of 18.6. Moving into our news today, of course, we're going to start with SBF News. As we know that SBF was arrested yesterday and he was asking for bail. He was like, hey, can I get $250,000 in bail? <laughs> he was just requesting, like, whatever bail. He's like, hey, can I get two fifty? Wait, what do you think? Two fifty? Well, anyway, the judge was smart enough to deny Sam Bateman-Fried his request on bail, calling Sam a flight risk. Instead, he's ordering Sam Bateman-Fried to be sent over to the country's Department of Corrections. Yowzers. He's actually going to jail? I want pictures. I want pictures. As we all know, Sam was charged with eight counts of different charges. Uh, eight counts of different charges. Eight counts. No, different. He was there, eight different charges. That's what I want to say. So Sam was charged with eight different charges. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers. Wire fraud on customers. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud on lenders. Wire fraud on lenders. Conspiracy to commit commodities fraud. 
conspiracy to commit securities fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and conspiracy to defraud the United States and violate campaign finance laws. Each of these charges against Sam Bankman-Fried carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in federal prison. According to prosecutors, that means Sam Bankman-Fried altogether faces maximum sentences of around 115 years if found guilty on all counts. Just FYI, 8 times 20 years is not 115 years. Maybe you get like a bulk package, like it's like going to Costco. If you get 8 counts, you get like a little time off. <laughs> anyway, just pointing that out. The United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, Damian Williams, said it's fair to say that this is one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. For every day of the past month, the dedicated prosecutors of this office and our partners from the FBI, SEC, and CFTC have been working around the clock to figure out what happened and to begin the process of seeking justice. And I just want to go on the record to say I wish somebody had communicated that from the FBI or the SEC or the CFTC or the Southern District of New York to the millions of people using FTX that lost their money and billions of dollars that were lost that were sitting here wondering why Sam Bankman-Fried was going on a press tour and not being arrested. I wish one of them just put out a tweet and said, hey, we are investigating this guy and trying to bring charges on him. Instead, they were radio silent, which makes me wonder, what were you guys really doing and why all of a sudden the swift action? And people wonder why there's more and more distrust, communication, transparency, please. Well, it looks as though I'm not the only one with a little bit of question and distrust to this whole process. The Financial Services Committee chairwoman, representative from California, Maxine Waters, have questioned the timing of Sam Bateman Free's arrest, saying the public has been eagerly waiting to get the answers under oath before Congress. And the timing of this arrest denies the public this opportunity. AOC also was questioning the timing of all this and thinking that this was very interesting, wondering why wasn't he just able to testify in front of Congress. Williams said, We had a warrant for his arrest. Timing was dictated by law enforcement rather than any other considerations, including the timing of his testimony in Congress. Well, needless to say, once one person goes and gets Sam Bankman freed, everybody's going to go get Sam Bankman freed. The CFTC, they announced a lawsuit today against Sam Bateman-Fried over violations, alleged violations of federal commodities laws. Basically, they're alleging that under SBF's direction, FTX executive created features in underlining code for FTX that allowed Alameda to maintain essentially an unlimited line of credit on FTX. Recently, Hester Peirce, which I just learned how to say her name, it's not Pierce, it's Peirce, thank you for whoever wrote in and corrected me, I can't remember who exactly it was, but she was on Decrypt's other podcast called GM, and she said she has seen no real movement in the SEC on crypto regulation since she's joined in 2018. Peirce has long been openly pro-crypto, and she says this in quote, I'm more pro the ability of people trying things and experimenting with things. And I think there's been a lot of interesting experimentation in the crypto space, and I expect there'll be a lot more in coming years. She continues to say, It's wanting to keep the doors open to innovation, wanting to make sure that the financial industry is not one that's dominated by a few large firms that keeps everyone else out, because there are a lot of people with great ideas, and I think it's great that people are challenging the way that things have been done. However, an urge of caution to any company or any representative of a company that's listening to this podcast, this is what she says. She recommends that companies in the crypto industry proceed with caution, saying in quote, I urge people, the reach of security laws is very broad. If you have any doubt, even if you don't have any doubt, it's good to think about calling a lawyer. And this is one of those cases where law enforcement literally is giving you a wink and a nod saying, hey, why don't you call a lawyer preemptively so you're not in the shit when we come get you? 
just do it. If you have a crypto company, you're making a little money off of it, you have some thousands of dollars in the bank, you know, wherever you're located, lawyers are expensive, $500,000 an hour. Just pay them for a couple hours to sit down and talk to you, look at your company. It's going to suck. You're going to not know what you got from it, but it might be the foundation to a lot of protection in the future and maybe put you on the right track so you can maintain your company during a crackdown by the SEC. Anyway, again, if the SEC says, maybe you should lawyer up, maybe you should lawyer up. CZ Zhao, as we all know, is the CEO of Binance. And he told employees in an internal memo that he expects that the next several months are going to be bumpy. And there will be a lot of extra scrutiny and tough questions that they have to answer. But he says that the firm will get past this challenging period and that it will be stronger for having been through it. In the past 24 hours, Binance customer withdrawals exceeded $3 billion. In response to that, well, CZ tweeted. He said, we saw some withdrawals today. We've seen this before. Some days we have net withdrawals. Some days we have net deposits. Business as usual. He continued to say, I believe it's a good idea to stress test withdrawals on each exchange on a rotating basis. If you're living in Oz... You guys are going to produce a new framework for regulating crypto firms next year as part of a wider plan to modernize the country's financial system. In a statement, your treasurer, I'm saying your treasurer because I'm talking to you, Oz, you guys down there. In a statement, your treasurer, Jim Chalmers, said regulatory architecture had not kept pace with the changes in the market, including the advent of new digital products and services. A consultation paper will be released in early 2023 to determine what digital assets should be regulated and help put in place appropriate custody and licensing rules. Your treasurer announced that this framework would be better informed than any other regulation in the world. Its approach centers on token mapping, a kind of market research that allows authorities to evaluate how different assets and services should be regulated. And finally, Ava Labs, the development company behind Avalanche Blockchain, today announced the release of Core Mobile, a mobile version of its flagship non-custodian multi-chain wallet. Its first launching on Android with support for iOS slated for 2023, Core Mobile aims to connect DeFi, NFTs, and gaming ecosystems across Avalanche, Bitcoin, Ethereum networks, as well as other EVM-compatible blockchains. Ava Labs' head of product said, Core Mobile is designed to give people maximum control over the crypto while ensuring the product is intuitive enough for anyone to use Web3. Mass adoption is coming, and Core will be the gateway for people who want a single platform that can do it all without the hassle of multiple wallets. This means users can manage all of their major assets and apps in a single platform. And I'm happy they're putting this out, but while they're putting this out, I do want to point out that Avalanche has a $4.3 billion market cap it's been way higher than that i'm just wondering why this hasn't been out earlier and how do you get a 4.3 billion dollar valuation if you don't have a core wallet mobile wallet that actually can do something <laughs> i'm just wondering just questions maybe you have answers matthew aaron at decrypt.co and i just want to just go on a side note and say i'm not being you know fuddy or you know say anything bad about avalanche what i am saying is we have to hold these companies these crypto companies you know to the fire that you can't have a $4 billion valuation without the products to support it. And I think that we got too used to these big valuations because of speculation and number go up and not actually products that produce value for customers or token holders. And I'm using Avalanche as an example for the broader crypto space. So I think that we just got to be more critical and look at what they're producing, the products that are getting into people's hands, if they actually create value for people, and if those companies are worth those billions of dollars or that market cap. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. And until tomorrow, oh yeah, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and leave us a nice comment. That'll be very great and helpful for people to find this podcast and have confidence to click on it. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.